welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so happy you're with us today. My wonderful friends, I always love it when Mikey and Morgan joins us with his mother, Carol. I think that by now everyone knows their story, but just in case you don't, we'll tell it again quickly. Our special friend, Mikey, is a genuine sixth level being, and that's the level of the astral plane that's just beneath the Godhead or the source level. Mikey last lived on earth in the 1600s and he had already come close to perfecting himself spiritually but he had become so concerned about how badly things are going on earth and he thought it was bad then wow he must think it's even worse now but he thought it was going badly enough that he chose to take an additional voluntary lifetime on earth that ended after 20 years it ended in 2007 just so he could teach us in the voice of a modern american 20 year old His mouthpiece was to be his mother, who, of course, swears she did not sign up for any of this. To to lose her treasured older son from the earth at the age of only 20 years old, she says she never signed up. But, of course, Mikey says, yeah, she did. Mikey first had to help Carol find someone to teach her how to use a pendulum so they could communicate, and he did. And then he had to network with my spirit guide, Thomas, and convince me through Thomas, that he was the real deal, which he did, but that took a lot of convincing because I'm an extreme skeptic by nature, and this story was pretty far out to me. I I, I handily, I had afterlifeforums.com, which I had started years before, and Mikey answered hundreds of questions from people who stopped by there through my website. I watched it. I was very careful to make sure I was I looked over every single answer that he gave through afterlifeforums.com. He never made a single mistake. Hundreds of questions were answered by him. And he convinced me because his answers, not only were his answers right, but he went a little bit beyond what I knew with many of those answers. But the answers were always consistent with what was probably going to be right. So he convinced me not only did he know everything I knew, but he knew more than I knew. He's the only person I now would turn to for answers. If I had a question, Mikey is the real deal. Wow. I've known Carol and Mikey now for more than a decade. And Mikey, of course, was his own family name. So that's what he answers to now, nothing else. I consider Mikey Morgan to be an extraordinary resource for the entire world. And apparently, so do his afterlife peers. Mikey had barely achieved the sixth level when he took his Mikey lifetime, and now his coming back to Earth this way voluntarily was considered by them to be such an extraordinary personal sacrifice that it has raised his personal vibration substantially, and he has now, we we understand, achieved the upper sixth level, right below the source level. Mikey communicates with us from near the Godhead, believe it or not, and as he answers our questions this way, it's such a wonderful gift of service 
Mikey and Carol are our guests today on Seek Reality for the 20th time. Carol and Mikey, welcome. I'm so happy to have you back with us today. Thank you, Roberta. It's always nice to be here. And we do enjoy these podcasts and trying to help people have a better understanding. I, I know this is why Mikey did all of this. So I, I, I know he's he's happy to do it, but still, he perhaps he doesn't fully understand what a gift it is to us. I mean, I, I hear from people all the time who say, when are we going to have Mikey back again? So thank you, Mikey, for doing this for us. It's such a wonderful gift. And and um, we know that this had to happen this way. So Carol would be still young and have have many of years ahead to be able for Mikey to 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 communicate this way. But still, it it was hard on you, Carol, wasn't it? This was terrible that this happened to you initially. It really was very traumatic. I mean, the loss of a child is probably, I got to say, in my opinion anyway, it's got to be the most brutal thing a parent could possibly go through. It's a club no one wants to be in, but I will say that going through the loss um, and learning what I've learned has probably made me the best I could possibly be here on earth. And I, I just wanted to share my story with others in hope that I could help anybody who was grieving and also to help people have a better understanding that, you know, we are eternal. Um, this is not the end here. And things are certainly better on the other side, it sounds like. So yeah, they're they're a whole lot better over there than they're here. But but we want to add quickly to, to that, that um, if you decide to take your life so you get there better there sooner, uh, that's not a good way to go. You, you, you have a life plan to live out, right? That's what Mikey would want us to know. Right. And we're supposed to respect life. He's always said that. I mean, it's actually a gift for us to progress spiritually. And so we do want to take care of ourselves while we're here. And um be po as positive as we can, because that ultimately helps increase our vibration, which progresses us spiritually, which is really what it's all about. So it's about love and kindness in the end, really. And Mikey does have a younger brother. So, you know, if, if you're 98 and you finally say, okay, I'm going home, you know, perhaps <laughs> Perhaps his brother I'll, can help him. I'll pass the baton on to him. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I mean, uh, Joey is very into this as well. So um, I'm sure it will carry on. It will carry on. Yeah, which is good. So one of the things that we urge people to do, I mean, if you're curious about something, Mikey is eager to answer your questions. Just send them to read to me through the green contact block on our website. And I send them on to Carol who asks Mikey the question and um, Mikey then, you know, is on, he's on with us about every two to three months um, here on, on seek reality and, uh, and answers the questions. And we have a whole bunch of them for him to answer today. So uh, we're, we're going to go ahead and start doing that now. And the first one that we have for him to answer is, are there stores in the afterlife? And if there are, what are they like? Mikey tells me that stores as we think of here, so grocery stores or clothing stores, for example, or hardware stores, don't exist there 
like they do here. In other words, we don't go shopping and paying for things that we need. He says, yes, there are buildings where there's things inside for us to look at and see. And, and of course, the things we need, we can have, but we don't have to purchase them with money like here if that makes sense. So he says stores, as we know, stores here today that are here on earth today really don't exist there because we don't need that there. You know, it's more just there, if that makes sense. So we don't have to spend money to buy things that we need. What we need is there for us. Does that make sense? That's what my, my mother-in-law grew up during the depression. And that was the thing that most thrilled her. She didn't have to use money. She was so excited about that. When I talked with her through a medium, she was overwhelmed by the fact that, that she, you could have whatever you wanted and you didn't need money to buy it. That was, that was the biggest thrill to her about the afterlife. It would be wonderful, wouldn't it? <laughs> so, Yeah. That's what he tells me anyway, in that regards. Um, one of the things that I, I, and when I did my research, that was one of the things that, that amazed me people too. If there was anything you missed from life on earth, you thought of it, you turned around and there it was in the room. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of things have to do with thought in the afterlife um, and our and minds are very powerful. And I know we've talked about that before, that even here, I mean, it's really important to keep our thoughts positive because that ultimately does help. Yes. And if they're negative, who knows what you're going to turn around and find in the room with you? That, that's not good. Right? Our minds are powerful. So we need to keep that in check and and that has to do with many things including illness here that stay positive really is a helpful thing yes jesus said if you know if you uh whatever you want you can have if you if if you tell this mountain to throw itself into the ocean uh, and you have as much faith as a grain of mustard seed that tiniest little seed in the world uh it, it it'll the, the mountain will move itself it'll obey you it'll throw itself in the ocean and and that that's uh you know there's there's someone who tells us how it is so he's really talking actually about what it the way it is in the afterlife mm-hmm. that's correct yeah can we eat if we want to eat there that's another question for mikey so mikey tells me that certainly when he first transitioned when we first transitioned you know, we, we're still kind of in, uh, in our earthly mode. And he said, yes, he did eat or feel the need to want to eat when he was there at first, but we don't need to eat. And he really doesn't, he says he really doesn't eat anymore. He, we don't have, we don't have the need for the nutrition that's in foods to sustain our earthly shell because, of course, we're free of it. And so he said, certainly, if you want to eat, you can eat. You can have an ice cream cone. You can have a burger, whatever. But he said, you're, you're not what you're eating isn't sustaining you. And he says, really, you're the taste of the food 
he says is more from your, I don't know if it's like, it's from your mind. It's from your memory of what you remember things tasting like and et cetera. So, but he says, we don't need food there. We really don't need food. He says, that's more of a desire that we have when we first transition, because it's what we're familiar with. It's what we know. But he says, as you get accustomed more to the afterlife dimensions again, and that the fact you're a, a spirit or your your soul doesn't need that, your that desire gradually dissipates, he said. And so for now, and he's been so he, it's going on 16 years, I think yeah. it's going to be. Um, he does not, and that's in earth time because there is no time there, but he does not have that desire really anymore. He doesn't miss his Chipotle burritos anymore? Well, no, he really, he's not, you know, <laughs> he does not. He, I'm sure he, maybe if he really wanted to have one, he would. Yeah, he craved those burritos, I remember. Yes, he loves Chipotle burritos, but he said that desire is certainly, it gets less and less and less, is what he what he tells me. At least that's from his perspective, him personally, yeah. you know, he he's not eating much, it, it sounds like, so. Yeah, I, I remember, uh, he really talked about it, and a few others have as well, so I, I, I have a really good sense of, of what it's about uh, the our our astral bodies um don't have internal organs so whatever we if we do eat food it, it's astral food and it just basically disappears there's no place for it to go so um the, the whole I, I i think it was from him from from his book where where he said you don't you know you might eat but it goes nowhere you don't feel full it, there's no the eating satisfaction isn't there so you you quickly sort of lose the wish to eat it doesn't it doesn't do for you what it does for you here right um, you don't have the feeling of hunger that makes you want to eat and then feeling full and because yeah. we don't have we don't have a, we don't have any organs you know right yeah so it, it's it's like eh. um and and just think about it if you don't have to eat and you don't want to eat, think about more sort of time you get back. And, and, and of course, there's no time anyway. But you don't have to sleep. You don't have to eat. You have much more time for fun. And there is there's infinite fun there. Anyway, there's there are just so many more things to do. That's correct. Yep, that's correct. You're basically set for fun forever. Right. And you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> And it's free. It's all free. Whatever you want to do is free. It's free. Yes. Okay. What if we don't want to advance spiritually? That's an interesting question. Can we stay where we are spiritually? Mikey says everything's a choice, right? So we have a choice. And and he says over there, we'll have a better understanding of this. Of course, there is this desire to want to improve ourselves. That's we hunger. have this desire. Good and point. so um, he says it's not real common that you don't want to. But if you truly didn't want to, you don't have to. So, you know, you can stay basically in one, you know, place. But the desire generally is there because Mikey said the more progressed you are spiritually, 
the more, I guess maybe the more opportunities or the more, the more fun there the is, the more, yep. Yeah. The more you have to, to do, because you can always go lower, but you can't go higher. There's like this resistance or you just, there's this uncomfortableness until you progress, you, you know, you can't go any higher. So that desire generally is there. And so you do things, you know, to progress yourself spiritually and, and being positive and loving is, is huge and coming to earth is, you know, it's the big school, right? I mean, you have great potential here because it is so tough and can be so negative and it really challenges us. And that's, you know, the desire to come here in the first place. But it, again, it's a choice to come here and it's it's a choice to want to advance spiritually. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. But Mikey right. says the tendency especially when you return to the afterlife, you get, you just have a better understanding of the whole picture. And so the desire is often there to want to progress. Yeah, that that's a, that's a very sweet way to put it, Mikey, that we are told that every craving you have on earth, whether it's for food, for, for money, for sex, Every craving you have on earth put together, multiply that by several times. All those cravings put together are the way it feels when you get there. You want all those cravings put together are how it feels, but it's it's a craving that you have to grow spiritually. And the reason is, as he says, you can't go higher until you do. It feels like an incredible battering. If you've ever been in a hurricane force wind, imagine that multiplied by several times. That's how it feels if you try to go higher than your own spiritual level. You can't um, until you until you are spiritually more advanced. And yet that's where the fun is. That's where the beauty is. It's higher than you are now. And you know it. People like Mikey, who are very advanced spiritually, when they come lower, they they wear insignia of He's not telling you this because he's being so kind, but they wear insignia of their own spiritual advancement. And you know what that that where they are, where they have come from, there are glories beyond glories that you can't see, feel, and, and enjoy. And yet all you have to do is advance yourself spiritually and you'll be able to enjoy those glories too. So you you want what they have, and you know it's not that hard. You just have to grow spiritually. So, yeah, you crave it no matter what, even though you think now you just aren't going to want to bother. You want to bother very quickly when you get there. You want to bother very much. And that's why you say, well, you know, damn it, I'm going to go. I'm sorry to swear, but that's how you feel. I'm just going to go back to Earth and this time I'm going to make it and I'm going to get to Mikey's level because I want what he has. That's how it feels when you get there. I'm sorry to say. You're going to want it, even though you think now you're just not going to want to bother. You are going to want to bother. I'm sorry to say it, but Mikey is being very kind when he gives that answer. All right, another question. Mikey is a high-level being, and normally I understand that at that level he doesn't have a gender and even a body. But in his case, he still presents himself that he has a body and personal desire like snowboarding i'm confused because what i learned is that at that level we don't have a gender and earthly desires can mikey explain this 
Yes, Mikey can explain this. So first of all, <laughs> in regards to gender, Mikey, you know, we talked a lot about this on the last podcast. Mikey says gender only pertains to here on earth. There is no gender in the afterlife. We're souls and we're all the same. And so he said, you know, really what makes us I guess if you want to say different from one another is our vibration. And so he says, as far as gender goes, we may appear. So Mikey again says how we resonate our energy is how we can appear. So when someone first transitions, uh, you know, they'll appear, they'll see their loved ones. They'll recognize their loved ones. Well, Mikey says, you know, you're seeing your loved ones, their souls, but they're resonating their energy to, so that you can recognize them. So our transition is comfortable. We're, then we're not afraid. And he says it's how we resonate, whether we look male or female, but we're really not male or female. So in the afterlife dimensions, gender, being male or female, really doesn't exist or isn't is irrelevant there's no gender so he says that can just kind of be thrown out the window as far as that isn't there how they appear how he says how i resonate my energy he goes i look like mikey i look like i did when i was on earth but he himself is not in an actual physical body it's strictly how they resonate their energy and how they appear to us Regarding personal desires, Mikey said, he told me this morning, regard, especially regarding snowboarding, he goes, Mom, that's something I love. I'm not going to give that up no matter what level where I'm at. <laughs> I love to do that. So what import, what's important about that is he said, we need to remember if there's something that you love to do here, you can do it there for as long as you want. Time's irrelevant. Enjoy what you want to enjoy. He said that was an activity that he never had experienced before here on earth when he has been here in previous times. And he said he loves it so much, he will continue to do that. And he says, it doesn't matter what level you're at. And he says, and he often goes more to the Summerland levels, the, the mid-levels of the afterlife and joins with other friends and souls that like to do it. He says, there's, you know, there's a lot of snowboarding apparently that goes on and a lot of other sports and activities that people love to do. He said, he, he's not going to give that up. What you love here, you can do there, and it doesn't really matter where you're at, you know. So he says that's an important thing to remember. So that's how he answers that question. And long may you wave, like Mikey. I hope you just snowboard forevermore. He's not giving it up, it doesn't sound like <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness, that's funny. He says he's he snowboards like the Olympic snowboarders now. He always said now he says, yeah, he says he's as good as Sean White. Well, whoever so he is, when he, apparently he's an Olympic snowboarder. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sean White is was. I mean, he's he's just and you know what was interesting when Mikey was on the planet, he he just loved watching Sean White on TV and Sean White 
and Mikey had the same hair. So Sean White has this auburny hair. And back in the day when Mikey was younger, Sean White's hair was long and wavy, kind of like Mikey's was. And so I always would laugh about that, you know, how they looked similar, at least their hair color. And Mikey just thought he was just the coolest thing. And his snowboard helmet was a Sean White helmet and all this stuff. (laughs) But he says, you know, now mom, I can snowboard as good as him, you know? So it's, um, it's, it's, the, the the point is, is what you love, you can do there. And, and of course, the more spiritually advanced, the more glorious it is. And um, it sounds like a heck of a lot of fun. And you don't get injured either. So that's a good thing, too. So, Those bodies are indestructible. Yep, that's right. Yes, they are. That's correct. <laughs> but but that, But isn't that a beautiful thing? I mean, here he is. He is so highly developed that he's just, he's at the level right below the source, but he doesn't have to join the source. He's doing something which arguably is even more important because at the source level, they all join these giant collectives. And what they do is they manifest this universe and everything in it instant by instant. But this is even more important in a way because he's trying literally to help us save our reality and save. He's helping. He's trying to help us advance spiritually. All of us. Right. He just wants he, I, I, he, any snowboards. I mean, think about any that. snowboards. Yes. <laughs> it, you know, but he says, you know, he's still he's he's a humble bumble. I know I've said this before, but he says he's still snowboarding and he's he's. He's going to do it. I mean, he likes it. And, you know, in our soul groups, we have, um, he says, there's varying levels of vibration of souls in within our soul groups. And he says, you know, these are loving friends and he likes to interact and still do things with these souls. And that's just how he is, you know, Um, he, he enjoys it. And he says, it's, it's, it's fun. He's having fun. And that's something which a lot of people have trouble understanding about their eternal lives. I think because of the church, because they make it so serious and scary. I right. I, I just recently got out yesterday, got off a plane, and I had trouble convincing the person sitting next to me that there is no hell, that God is only love. Because, right. because Christianity has made God so scary. Religions, well, they, I mean, I'm not trying to knock religions here, but yeah. I, I certainly know <laughs> being raised strict Catholic of how much fear was used in the, in what I learned. And it's scared. It was scary. Yeah. And, and Mikey says, we shouldn't be scared. And that makes him sad because he said, it's, there's nothing to fear because even if you, when you pass over, you know, and you have things to learn and whatever, he's always says there's loving guidance there for you. So we shouldn't fear it because there's, you know, we shouldn't be fearful. It's nothing but love, even for people who have done terrible things. Right. I mean, they part of the learning process, the the people that were murdered or were tortured or whatever, they're all there. They're all fine. And people who have done terrible things, there's rehabilitative work to be done with them for sure. 
but it's all done with love. It's all part. Right. Of I mean, it's over. not like they're being beaten up and everything. They're, they're. Mikey says we're we're trying to help them have a better understanding of things, you know, and the importance of love. I mean, it's challenging here. Let's face it. It's this is a hard place. Yes. It, it, this this is. This is hard duty, but but in the end, it's all about love. This is the earth gives us what things to push against. It gives us fear to push against. But in the end, it is only love. It's so that we can grow spiritually toward perfect love. And and that's that's all. That's all it is about. That's right. No, I, I, I love thinking about the fact that he still snowboards. And by the way, and we'll talk about this at the end of uh, of this podcast, but um, flying high in spirit, a young snowboarder's account of his ride through heaven is Mikey's book. You can get it on Amazon. I recommend it highest because I think it is the best account of what it is like to die and to transition that ever has been written. It is it because it's all Mikey's book. I know I know it's all Mikey's book because he wrote it. He wrote it from there after just having transitioned, and it is the best book on the topic ever written. Well, and I think what's good about the book is it's written in very easy. It's easy to to um, understand, oh, and he explains it very. Well, like a 20-year-old. And so having just transitioned. Yeah, right. what what it feels like and and what happened with him. And I if nothing else, I always say to people, hey, you know, I couldn't make this book up if I tried. But at the end of the day, if you don't believe it, you don't have to. But I said it's certainly a book about hope and being positive in your ways. And you know, I mean, it's got a very good message in there. And, and Mikey says, you know, if people are just nice, that's just the goal of it, you know, for people to be nice. It's, you know, just, but it's really a, a book of hope and love is what it's about in the end, probably. And it explains it in a very, he explains things in a very simple way, which is, which was helpful for me, for sure, because I didn't understand what he was talking about at first. So, well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, in the very beginning, when we were doing these podcasts, um, Carol would say, "Well, actually, especially on afterlife forums, Carol would say, well, Mikey.' In answering this question, Mikey says this. I don't understand it, but this is what Mikey says." You didn't believe most of it, did you? But I always no, I didn't. <laughs> I it was so. <laughs> far out from what I knew. And of course I hadn't done anything on this. I mean, my only background with heaven was what I learned through the Catholic church, which, which is total nonsense. Most of it. Right? Yeah. Which is a lot of, there's a lot of, yeah. So, I mean, I've learned a lot and, and, and at the end of the day, it's, it's all about love. I mean, Mikey says it's really to sum it all up is it's, it's just all about love. Because that's the highest consciousness vibration and consciousness. That's is correct. Good. That's right. Yep. That's correct. Really, really simple in the end. 
So another question, does Mikey see his previous lives? Mikey says, you know, he can look back at them. It's more about the experience. He doesn't even look at them as lives so much now when he's there, as much as it's about the experiences and what he learned through those experiences. And so it's not that he's, you know, he just, it's just the knowledge he's gained from it. You know, does he look at them all the Not so much. He says it's more, you just take that knowledge from it and move forward with it, you know, because every, we, we learn from every life that we have, you know, we come in with a plan and certain things that we would like to experience. And then how we react to those experiences and whatever goes with us. And so he says, that's more it than anything. He can look back on them, but he doesn't do that routinely. He said, you know, it's more the experience and the knowledge that he's gained from them that goes with him. And and this person also asked, is each of those previous lives a separate individual who is still progressing and growing? No. So Mikey said, you know, people need to understand that we are the same soul or the same person in each of our lifetimes here, but we're taking on a different role. And I think part of it, you can almost think about it like a play at school. So let's say we're at school and one year we're the father in the story. Maybe the next year we're the child in the story or we're the sister in the story. So we take on these different roles in the play, but we're actually the same individual person. That's kind of how he explained it to me is that, yes, we take on these lives, but these individuals that we are is still just us, one person. So each life, when we come back, we're still the same soul, but we're taking on a different role. And what we learn through our lifetime and through those our experiences is ultimately what we take with us as we progress spiritually. Well, that makes sense. I mean, that's how he explained it to me. So we're not, so each of the, so Mikey being Mikey, and Mikey, in previous lives, whoever he was, um, he says, we're not all separate individuals. He says, that was always me. That was my soul in that physical body. But it's more than the experiences than I took from each of those lifetimes. But they're not individually progressing individually every place. It is that He's not more than one soul. Does that make sense? Am I making sense on how he's explaining this? Yes. Um, but but it's but it's probably it's probably each of those just as but they they're they're not a play, it's more like a movie. Right. So each of those was was a separate was was a, is fixed in in a in a in that movie as a and is fixed in in the in the in the character that's in the movie. Right. But when that movie's over, then that soul, you know, you go back to the afterlife. And so you can relive it. You can rewatch the movie. Right. And you're, but you're still that one soul. So then let's say you come back into another movie 
I mean, I'm trying to, he tries to explain this to me in ways that I can understand. You come back into the other movie and you're a different character, but you're still the same soul that was in the previous movie. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You see what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, whether it's, yeah, I mean, or the, I mean, right. You could do it as a movie or as a, but ultimately you're the same, you're the same soul. Yeah. You're the same. You're you're you, but you're just taking on a different character. Maybe that's the way that I, I think the characters are are become fixed, but they don't advance. Right, because you leave that character, your soul, that your shell, you you pass. So then that character that of that movie you know the your body dies you don't die just your earthly vehicle dies yes and then when you return to the afterlife you're still you and then when you come back you have a different shell but it's still you but i've been trying to understand this too um and um i've been trying to understand it talking with craig i've been trying to understand it talking with thomas and i think uh, now i'm understanding it better um one thing i was concerned about was um trying to understand whether or not would when my when i first understood that thomas my spirit guide had been thomas jefferson i was trying to understand about the sally hemmings thing because um, he insisted to me that um i shouldn't worry about that and finally i insisted on in on literally interrogating Thomas Jefferson about it and so I got to meet with my spirit guide Thomas and Thomas Jefferson at the same time and they were two different people almost identical energies though and and Thomas Jefferson told me I could never have been intimate with Sally Hemings because she was my property so she could not have consented so I said, oh, well, I don't know that story I guess the Sally oh, Hemings oh, oh, story she was, she was his slave oh it was a big deal um, because uh, it became a um, uh, James Callender, a, a, a tabloid um, uh, a, a guy, was trying to be named um, postmaster of the Richmond uh, post office, and he wouldn't. Jefferson wouldn't name him the postmaster, so he said, "Oh, but um, there's a bunch of of um, Jefferson descendants." from this slave uh, Sally Hemings uh, on, on at Monticello. So, you know, he had a bunch of Jefferson descendants who actually were effectively white. They were one eighth black. Okay. And so that was a big scandal. And frankly, if he had done that, I could not have, I, I didn't want anything to do with my own spirit guide. I thought that was terrible. But uh-huh. but, um, but I suspected because there's so much circumstantial evidence that he was not the father; instead, it was his brother. And Jefferson confirmed that for me, literally, um, when I got to meet with him in the astral. And but but then what? They're two different people. What's going on here? I was trying to understand how this worked. So I got to meet with my spirit guide and Thomas Jefferson. It's two different people. How does this work? So I talked with Craig. And so he explained to me that we just exactly gave me the same explanation that Mikey did. And so, but now Mikey has just confirmed it. We are the same soul goes forward, but effectively 
um, that it, it's sort of like the, the plays these different roles. And he had played the, the Jefferson role and, and Thomas Jefferson actively spoke to me and confirmed that, no, he was not the father. He didn't, he would not betray his brother, but he said, no, he was not the father and gave me the reason why, because she could not have consented. So once again, um, Mikey has given me exactly the right answer. Yeah, I mean, and that's how he explains it to me, you know. But they had almost the so, same energy, but just slightly different. And the way that the way that that Craig explained it to me was that in each of the different lifetimes that Thomas has lived, his soul, the shell, has taken on different properties, slightly different properties because of the different lessons he was trying to learn in those particular lifetimes. That makes perfect sense. Right. With the role, right. With the role they're taking on. Yes, so, exactly. But the, right. And then when you, but when you go back, you're the, the soul is the soul. The basic <laughs> individual that, that, that um, Thomas still is exactly right. Correct. Yes. So Don't you, everyone listening, can you hear how fascinating this whole study is? This is this is a science. If actual scientists ever studied it, they would have a whole new world to study. It's so fascinating. I'm sur- I'm actually surprised they don't look at this more oh, because they're scared to death because it means understanding that actually there's a god and the god is the top level of consciousness. Right, because it it explains so many things if oh. they would take a look at it if they would, yeah <laughs> if they would only I mean. get a brain in their in their heads instead what they're doing is spending a billion dollars looking for a source of consciousness inside the human brain when they don't even understand what consciousness is it's so absurd oh yeah it's it, it is interesting to me but eventually maybe it'll come around gotta stay optimistic <laughs> in, in mikey's lifetime it will since mikey's lifetime is eternal <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> Anyway, uh, but but no, that but Mikey's answer is perfectly the same answer that Craig has, and the same answer that Thomas has. All right. So, um, another question: If we have an abortion, how can we be forgiven by that soul? What should we do? This poor person now, and so many people. This is another reason. Let, let's just say, the, one of the greatest reasons not to have an abortion, and I hear from a lot of people who are so agonized by their their regret because they realize afterwards it doesn't solve anything and one of the reasons it doesn't solve anything is you are going to get to meet the meet every young adult who who that you aborted um you're going to get to meet them in the afterlife and they will call you mom and they will love you and talk about forgiving that and that i mean and that is a true thing so um, I mean, and I know this is a political <clears throat> issue, and I don't want to get into that, but Mikey always says we should respect life in all, you know, that's his, that's his one thing he always says, we should respect life because actually it is a gift given to us to progress spiritually. Having said that now, you know, he, again, he says choices. It's all about what was the intent of an action. What's the situation? You know, all these things have an effect on 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 it. Even when we return to the afterlife, he tells me that um, prayer. So he always says there's a lot of power in prayer, and he says if people are struggling with 
after it is done, that prayer that they should pray to that soul. And also, it is important, ultimately, we learn how to forgive ourselves. Now, he says, when we transition back, yes, we will, we will see, this will be something that will be reviewed or discussed or whatever with our guides. And he said that, you know, the soul who we have a much better picture of things, of course, when we return. And then we realize really what we did, we, we cut short a soul's planned out life to come here. And that takes a lot of work on the soul side when they're working on their plan. And we take it in our hands to end that. But what was the reason of why we ended that? Well, all that is part of the learning process. He says, the soul who was aborted always forgives and, and loves the mother and the father. But it's the more the soul who did the action that has these horrible regrets because they realize the bigger picture when they return back home to the afterlife. And so Mikey says that soul can struggle more with the issue and lots of loving guidance may be needed and learning and whatever. But he says, while people are here, that it's important to understand the situation to work on trying to forgive yourself because it's uh it can really the the heartache and the the the, the negative activity that's associated with grieving over it we have to work through it just like you do any other loss and he said prayer he says talking asking the soul for help and guidance and forgiveness and helping them to forgive themselves to, he says, to talk to them. He says, talking out loud, he always says is an important thing, but he says, ultimately, this is a learning thing. And when we return to the afterlife, we will learn and we have a better understanding of it then. And that's where the heartache can come in because we realize what we did. But Mikey said, again, every situation is different. Our actions are about what was the intent. And he says that's how he would recommend someone here to try to work through that situation while they're still here. Perfectly said once again, Mikey. And I'm so sorry we've come to the end of our time, but we will be doing this again soon. And again, his book is Flying High in Spirit, A Young Snowboarder's Account of His Ride Through Heaven. It's available on Amazon and I highest recommendation for that book. If you want to know more about the afterlife, you could not have a better tutor than our wonderful, wonderful Mikey Morgan. Big hug, Carol. Thank you so, so much for, again, for everything you do. Thank you for having us on again, Roberta. It's always nice to be here. See you soon. And once again, we've come to the end of our time. This has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. I'm so happy you could be with us today. Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began. You never will end. And when you get that, it changes everything in your life for the better. Next week, our guest is going to be Michael Goddard. He'll be here for the second time. Many people now are taking spiritual growth much more seriously, but... 
Michael is someone who's been working on his spiritual growth for his entire life. He's been meditating for two hours a day since he was in his 20s. And I cannot manage to meditate for two minutes a day, even now. His most recent book is called A New Now, Your Guide to Mastering Wisdom Daily, Achieving Equilibrium, and Empowering Your Nobler Self. And maybe he'll have me meditating yet. So please join us next week. And this week, our guests have been Carol and Mikey Morgan, who have been with us for the 20th time. Mikey Morgan is a great favorite with Seek Reality listeners. For any who don't know who he is, he's a sixth-level being, and I have validated him every possible way. Frankly, I don't think you could learn from anybody more wonderful than Mikey Morgan. If you haven't read his book, please read it. I have I helped to write it and um, I had absolutely no part in any of it because every bit of it he validated word for word. So all I can say is um, he's he's he other than Jesus. Those are your two greatest teachers. Um I've spent 50 years researching the afterlife, and at this point, he's the only person I know who knows more about it than I do. And of course, at this time, it's once again time to mention the fact that Seek Reality Online is your one-stop resource for all things death and the afterlife. Just go to seekreality.com and start to learn for yourself that your own reality really is eternal. And teachingsbyjesus.com is your single source for all the beautiful divine truths that are brought to us in perfect love by the greatest teacher who ever lived, Master Jesus, the eternally risen Christ. Now it really is Jesus' turn. About time, wouldn't you say? Christianity, the religion, is finally dying, and the genuine teachings of Jesus can finally come alive. Teachingsbyjesus.com is the Lord's own entirely religion-free website, made by him, for him, in perfect love for you. And we've finally run out of time. So, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, always knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being, and you in particular, most of all in the entire universe, you are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything.